really mean it. Swag out this world, you should call me Venus. That's my sister, my name is Serena. On the court, I serve them up, no subpoena. And we're back for another week of serving it up. Hey, everybody. We are back, like um, he said. And I am AJ. Happy to be back. Hi, guys. Michael here. That's my name. Well, glad to be here as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, Michael, what's been up this week since the last time we heard from you? Any interesting news? <laughs> Why are you talking like that? <laughs> <laughs> what is this voice? Don't worry about what this voice is. Just answer the question. Uh, no, you know, pretty standard. Uh, trying to recover from last night because Beyonce took all I had, and I'm trying to get it back. Like all <laughs> that I had. Yeah, I mean, very few people uh, encourage me or, or motivate me to wake up at two o'clock in the morning after I don't fell asleep. But she's one of those people. The other two are Venus and Serena. And I set my alarm. I was up, ready to go. Post Malone was taking too long. I was like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you're supposed to be off stage now. They said 2.05. It is now 2.10. And I don't understand why you're still up there. But he finally left the stage. And the queen blessed us. And it was great. It was it was great. I mean, I told myself I was going to stay up. Um, I was going to do some work. And I was like, I'm just going to wait for the show. And then when I logged on, I saw Post Malone. So there I was like, but what's happening in the world? Because I knew there was there was supposed to be like an hour intermission between Post Malone and Beyonce. I was like, I am not gonna be able to make it. I am not as young as I used to be. So like staying up is gonna be hard. And I was like going in and out, like I was trying so hard. And then you started texting me and then when you texted me that it was about to start, I was like, Thank you, Jesus. Cause I was like I couldn't I don't know how much longer I had. But let me tell you about how happy I am. That you text me and I got up and enjoyed what was Beachella. Because I just, I will forever not call that Coachella. That's Beachella for the rest of everything in life. Beyonce blessed us in so many ways that we were not aware of. Yeah. Um, that I doesn't even know what to say. Yeah, it was amazing. And then Destiny's Child came out and I think I like fainted and then woke back up. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> and it was like, oh my God. Out Shout out to Michelle Mabel. Oh my God, I knew you were going to say Michelle Mabel. <laughs> like, Michelle Mabel, like, gorgeous, giving face, giving hair, giving eyes, giving, if you can't make me say, ooh, oh, with wow. like the beat of this drum. Okay. You don't really want none. Like, yes, Michelle, let them talk about that. Um, because the the girls killed it. Like that moment with I love when Destiny Shots comes back together and the, the vocals like and they have harmonies for days. I mean, they, no, nobody they, else can do it. Like don't try. I just don't understand like the walk, the like the outfits. I was here for all of it. Like the show was amazing. And I was talking to a friend of mine um, earlier. Shout out to uh, Carrie. I what I don't get about Beyonce is I feel like every show I watch, I'm like, that's freaking phenomenal. There's like, there's no way she's going to top it. And then she does another thing, and then she tops it. I just don't understand how somebody can, can continually just transform and grow and become better and, like, evolve. Like, she is legend. She is icon. She is a Michael Jackson, a Janet Jackson, a Whitney Houston, a Patti LaBelle, a Aretha Franklin, the every the every legend you can think of. She is that 
of our time and will transcend this time. Like, I am not even a full-blown member of the Beehive. Are you sure? Because you sound like one. <laughs> I was just thinking. You Lord, sound like I'm a stand, like, child. You a stand. I'm this harder than you, and I am not an official member. Come on I... over. The doors are open. You are <laughs> the welcome. Door, the door is not closed, meaning. No, the doors are open. <laughs> I just I just don't. Like, she is just. It's, it's, I guess it's just amazing to see somebody put so, take so much time to perfect, to perfect their craft. And when she could have been so complacent and just still slayed all of our edges, she continues to push the boundaries of perfection. I just don't know what else to say. It's flawless. It really is. It's it's great to watch, and that's why I'm never hesitant about giving her money to go to her show because I know I will get everything that I pay for and then some. So I'm ready for August on the run too. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> Oh, I'm so ready. I got to get me a whole new outfit. I might just get me um, a whole just bumblebee outfit and walk in there because I just, I, I'm still recovering. And I, I, and I, I was telling um, Carrie earlier, every HBCU in the world needs to cut Beyonce a check. Yeah, really? Stock, the uh, enrollment's their about enrollment, to spike. Their enrollment applications is about to go through the roof because I logged on to a few websites and I tried to apply to go back to school. Go back to school again. <laughs> right. Like I just to go back. Like I applied I was about to apply to every school that I could think of that starts with H and ends with a U and in the middle has a B and a C. Because yes. I need like she just showed what HBCU life is. It's exciting. Is it's like that's like homecoming that's like homecoming norm for them. Like mm-hmm. it's like she and I love the shout outs to the Greek organization. I saw my frat who like threw up the five shout out. I got, we saw you. Like there were deltas involved. What I know of, there were delta sigmas, omegas, and alphas. If there were any other members, I didn't see any pictures or posts of you guys. So I don't know who all, but I know I saw those four organizations posting pictures about being a part of the performance. Just the band, the music, the dancers, the dance team. Just. Everything about it was like, I, like literally. I know this is a tennis podcast, but I could spend the entirety of the podcast talking about that performance, from her to her to Destiny's Child to Solange, back to her, more of her, a little more of Destiny's Child, and you know we got to end with her. I could just do it, but I'm I'm gonna let you have it because you know you're the official card carrying member. I mean, I don't think you really left anything else for me to say. Who thought there would be have the first five minutes talking about Beyonce and you would do most of the talking? I know I apologize, no, but she, she took it. That's she what took happens. Me. She takes over, and then you just have to let it out. I understand. Yes, I've I'm ready for it before. I'm ready for August. Yeah, it would be great. Uh, but yeah, that was kind of the highlight of my week. I was like, kind of was waiting for that all week long, and I'm glad that it was uh, everything that I wanted. What yes. about you? Um, I've had a pretty good week, you know, unfortunately, well, let me not say unfortunately, you know, I was going to say still out here adulting, you know, um, paying bills, being responsible, you know, doing what I got to do. Um, but it was a pretty good week. Uh, we had a couple of good days where it was actually in the sixties and seventies. So shout out to Cleveland. Um, but this weekend it went back into the thirties. So, you know, spring still hasn't sprung here. It ain't um, spring nowhere, child. Where are you? I mean, what did we do? Can you talk to us? We can make up about know. it. Like, I want. We can have a conversation. Let's somebody have a dialogue. Made, <laughs> somebody made. Look, we can have a conversation. We can conversate. We, we can, can do whatever you can converse. We can do whatever you want. Okay. Be spring, because yeah. I just can't deal with this thirty degrees anymore. Um, but other than that, a pretty good week. Uh, pretty chilled week, and actually um, saw a 
few movies this weekend. Um, on Friday, I saw Ready Player One. I did enjoy it. Um, it was pretty cool. I, I I always gauge movies on like if I would go back to see it. I enjoyed Ready Player One. Would I go back to see it again? No, but I did enjoy it. Um, on Saturday, I saw Rampage. Um, did I enjoy it? Surprisingly, I did. I was. It's not typically my kind of movie, but I was very surprised. Would I go back and see it? Yes. And I already told a friend how good it was, and she wants to see it, so we're going to go see it again. So I will be going to see Rampage again. And um, you, if you haven't, go see it. Um, and then today I saw A Quiet Place, um, which was really good. I'm not going to say anything about that one because I want to talk about it since I just saw it. But in case anybody listening hasn't seen it yet. But yes, it was good. Go check out Quiet Place. So that was pretty much, yeah, my weekend. My weekend was doing work and catching some uh, movies. It sounds like a great weekend to me. It was. I enjoyed it. All right, I guess uh, ready to get into the business of the podcast, what the people are here for. Or maybe they're here to just listen to us talk. I'm not really sure. <laughs> Whichever one, because I'm here to do both. Right, we can do both all day. We'll talk about everything that you want us to talk about. <laughs> uh, Alright, so I guess we'll get into some tennis things. So this week in tennis, uh, nothing really, I don't want to downplay what was happening, but there were no major tournaments going on. Um, no, like, I mean, it's fair to say there weren't any, like, top players playing, right? Is that no. rude? Okay. <laughs> um, If I'm not mistaken, no... No one on the in the top ten on the women's side play this week, and I think one person in the top no two people in the top ten on the men's side played Isner and Sock. Oh right. So, so it wasn't a big week for big names. Yeah. Um. But the tournaments that were going on was Houston. That's where Isner and Sock were. Um. Red the red clay of uh, Houston, Texas, apparently, which always makes me laugh. Uh. Steve Johnson took that title, right, against another American. Yes, um, Steve Johnson um, took out Tennis Sangram. <laughs> I love his name. Um, <laughs> and shout out to Johnson. Um, he defended his title, so that's, you know, that first of all, it's difficult in itself to win a title, but then to defend it. Uh, but also it was a pretty emotional win for him because it's the first title he's won since losing his father mm. uh, 11 months ago. So after he won, he was on the court. He was crying a lot. Um, so it was a big week for him. Um, obviously, he dedicated it to the win to his father. So yeah, shout out to him for defending his title, and um, that's the third title of his career. Um, and then yeah, tennis Sangram. I know you love his name. It's just really <laughs> um, funny. See, we are not the only people that name our kids after occupations or well, I guess. Um, <laughs> I'm like what? Because um, if you, I'm, I'm glad he made it in the pro tour. Because if he didn't, you know, your name Maybe being you, tennis. Yeah, what else was he supposed to do? Exactly. Um, so, you know, I will say a partial shout-out to him. It was his first ATP final. The reason for the partial shout-out is because after his big win in Australia, you know, he got thrust into the limelight. Oh, and snap. I forgot shady, about that. There was some shady tweets oh, that, he yeah. had, that he had twatted um, okay. prior to that. And some of it, one of it included some negativity towards the GOAT herself, Serena Jamaica Williams. Right. So 
I will give him a half shout out because I'm trying to be professional. No, I for think the- you're being nice. We don't have to give him a shout out at all. Oh, I completely yeah. forgot about that. So, you know, we can actually move on. <laughs> Congratulations, that's Johnson. That's- I'm glad you won. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> like, I completely forgot about that. I get so enamored by his name that I don't really think about anything else. But thank you for bringing that back up. And we will move on. Uh, yeah. Tennis, I hope you lose all of the tennis matches you play from here on out. <laughs> Well, come on now. Okay. Uh, so next, <laughs> on the women's side, um, the Samsung Open. Then I don't think. Oh, I'm... sorry. What's so up? I mean, before are we gonna jump back to the men's side? Oh well, no, we can go into the other one. Yeah, I guess that makes sense to do men, men, and then the one women, woman. Um, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Paul Anduhar. Um, he also won. Not a big name, but shout out to him. He was actually out, um, coming back from injury. And a short two months ago, he was not even ranked in the top 1,000. Yeah, he's what? Um, now he's 355? Well, he was 355 at the start of this week. Okay. And ended up winning the tournament. So he's actually the lowest ranked player to win a title. Because, you know, I do my research. Okay. He's the lowest ranked player to win a title since Leighton Hewitt did it. Um almost like 20 years ago, um, if I'm not mistaken. So shout out to him. That's really dope. 355 winning is for winning the title. Um, he beat... Kyle Edmund. Yes, Kyle yeah, Edmund. Yeah. That's the fine. tall boy, right? He tall. He, he, mm. he, remember we saw him when we at, were at Miami. He's the one that um, Francis Tiofo beat in the three tie Oh, yeah, the, that's right. That's right. Okay. So he's been having a good year. He made it to the semis of Australia. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, with Murray being out with injury, he's the top-ranked British player. It was also Kyle Edmonds' first ATP final. So, shout-out to him for having a good week. But, yeah, that was really um, amazing for Anduhar to come back and have that good, um, good of a week. So, definitely wanted to give him a shout-out. Yeah, that's awesome. Good for him, Paul Anduhar of Spain. That's pretty amazing. Oh, he also won this bit in 2011 and 2012. So, this wasn't yes. the first time for him. No, so he and now he's the first person to win that title three times. So oh, wow, where's this at? Where's the Grand tournament? Free Hassan, two. Yeah, that's not about right. Well, that's the name of it, but I don't know where it is. I don't know. It's somewhere okay. in the. <laughs> it's somewhere on this earth. All right. Somewhere. Well, good for him. So yeah, that's pretty much all I got for the men. You know, if anybody's interested in the ATP, next week is Monte Carlo. Um, we will see the return of Rafael Nadal on an official um, ATP match. Oh, He's yeah. going 11. Um, so Wait, we'll what see about 11? He... He's wearing Venus's clothes? What? <laughs> I wish. Um, no, he's won Monte Carlo 10 times. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> he's won it the last two times, so he's the two-time defending champion, so he's going for number 11 at Monte Carlo that's this year. That's insane. Ridiculous. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. So he'll be playing there. Djokovic is making his comeback. They're slated to possibly play in the quarterfinals. Huh. Um, I think the only top player maybe not playing there this week is Federer. As we all know, he is sitting out the Clicker season. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Monte Carlo's this week. So let's see who's going to win the first big Clicker tournament. Um, it matches 1,000. Yeah, my money's on the Dow. <laughs> you, kinda... Your money's on the Dow? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's do this then. Um. So I am going to say that somebody other than Nadal would win. That's not fair. So you have to pick a person. <laughs> <laughs> no, somebody else is gonna win. Oh, so you get the whole the whole draw, and I have all my hopes resting on one person. Yes, no, sir. Yes, so yes. You have to come back in, man. Nadal, who's like almost a guaranteed no. win. Oh no, 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 no. We're not doing that. <laughs> so, no, like I think I think it's fair if you get Nadal, who's almost the safest pick. 
then I can pick anybody else in the top ten. Yeah, but you have to pick them. You can't say, oh, somebody else is going to win. You have to say a name. No, I've okay, because my pick is that Nadal is not going to defend his title. I'm not, I'm not here with that. Sorry. Not working. Denied. <laughs> That's not fair. So Fine. we can leave that alone if you want. But I'm not doing that. I got to pick somebody. Yeah, you have to pick a person. You can't just be like, oh, anybody else but Nadal will win. I mean, that's not fair odds for me. Fine. Well, I feel like Nadal can win. Well, then, so why are you trying to go against me then? Because I thought it was going to be interesting. Whatever, I don't talk about Nadal. Interesting for me to say Nadal going to win and you say somebody else who playing going to win. How's that interesting? That's like a one in like a thousand odds for me. I have many people in the tournament. Stop stealing that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Like, <laughs> get my nerves. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, going on to the women in this week, um, Elise Mertens won the Samsung Open uh, for her third career WTA title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she beat Aranya Sabalinka. Yeah, good job with that you one. You think that's that good? I think it did a very good job. Mm-hmm. Seven, five, six, two. So yeah, it was a it was a like an interesting week for her because, like I said, the matches and the 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 having to play back to back matches. But she ended up beating Sabalenka in the finals, and then a couple hours later, Mertens also won doubles. So she ended up leaving the the week the tie, the tournament with both singles and doubles. And who did she play in the finals? Sabalenka. <laughs> wow. So she beat her in the finals of singles and in the finals of doubles. Jeez, talking about just going just. Cutting, cutting her throat, Lord. Yes, that sucks. So, it's like, girl, you can't even yeah. let me win one of these. Like, can you let me? You already got singles. Can I get the right. double? That sucks. <laughs> so, Mern says she was here for all the coins, all the baggages, all the tournaments, money. She wanted to secure every bag. Right. So, shout out to her for winning both singles and doubles. So, she's she's another person having like a great year. Um, like Kyle Edmund, she made it to the semis of Australia, um, and also won. The first tournament she played in the year, so she's having a good 2018. So let's see if she can ride this momentum throughout the clay court season. Yeah, I mean, it seems like she has definitely got some some juju going, and be interesting to see if, like you said, if she can keep it going uh, as the competition gets tighter and, and more people are playing. We get to like the bigger tournaments of the clay court season. It'll be good to see. So good for her. Yeah. Um, and there was another tournament, but I don't really know. I I don't really know much about it's. Um, Shmilalova um, mm. beat Aria Benrena in the finals of the Clara Open. So, you know, congratulations to her. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yes, congratulations <laughs> to her. <laughs> and that's all we have to say about that. <laughs> I'll, I'll be when you can leave with the tournament win. Right. <laughs> well, I, was, I think we, had, we were talking earlier and we saw an article that we both thought was pretty interesting about the U.S. Open. Mm -hmm. And how they're supposed to be using this year, they're going to use like a shot clock, so to speak, um, in between the points, trying to cut down on the amount of time that players take. And so it says U.S. Open to use 25 second clocks, a timed and timed warm ups in the main draw. And so basically, like it's basically um, pretty much what it sounds like is they're going to have a strict seven minute period uh, from when the players get on the court until the action starts, like until they actually start playing um, both the serve clock and a strict timing for the warmups uh, were tested last year um, and during qualifying matches. And I guess they thought it was a great idea. So they did, they're going to move it on to the main draw. Um, 
so it'll be interesting to see because it says that if a player's 25 second allotment before serving um, lapses, the chair umpire will issue a warning. If they do it again, they'll be docked a point, and if they do it a third time, uh, they'll lose a game. So I think this will be kind of interesting to see because it's like there's always been a time limit, but there hasn't been a way to, like, we never saw a clock counting down. So it's like, okay, well, he's been taking forever. But it's like you don't have any kind of way to hold them to it. So, uh, yeah, I wonder how the players are going to respond. I don't think they're going to like it very much. I don't I don't think the top players are going to like it because a lot of times like they may because of their their name and their status they may get away with a little bit more. Um I feel like I've been saying this along with other people for years because there's always these arguments about if you took too long or if you didn't take too long and blah 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 and if it was this person you would call them and if it was this person you wouldn't. So I've always been like, "Well, why just not put a clock on the court?" Um and like when the point ends, it starts. So however they want to make it official. So when I saw the article, I was like, this will be very interesting. I don't think players are going to like it, but I think it needs to be what the next step. Because we're still having a whole bunch of just arguments over time warnings and time violations. And I mean, if it's just set in stone and you see the clock, there's then there's no questions. It's almost like with the challenges, like you you can just you, you if you have a question, you just challenge it. Like, um, if you run out of challenges, then you kind of sol. But I personally like it, and I want to see what's going to happen um, and see how it's going to work. What do you think? I mean, it'll definitely add some interesting uh, – it'll be interesting for us as viewers. Like, I just don't know what the players are going to think and how it's going to work functionally because it's like, who's enforcing it? So is it going to beep? Like, what's going to happen if, as it counts down? Is it going to be like a buzzer that goes off, and then is it up to the umpire? Because I'm thinking about, like, points where they have, like, these long rallies and stuff. And, like, are they going to literally hold them to 25 seconds? You know, lots of times they'd be winded. They'd be trying to get their rub. The crowd is, like, cheering. There's a lot of factors that kind of could interrupt. So I think that's going to be the issue. It's like, like, they also have to think about the crowd and what that means for them. Um that is true. Yeah. That is. So it's like, oh, what if the crowd is like screaming and yelling? It's like, is the clock going? Yeah. Does the clock go when as they're screaming, or does it stop when they? Does it start when they stop making noise? Like that, then the players could argue that like that's not fair. Like I just think it's going to be a lot of stuff with most things. Like when it's the first time it's been implemented, it's going to be like, oh, well, what's the rule for this? Like how does that work? I mean, I'm definitely interested to see it in play. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm interested to see what's what's it going to be like for them. And if other other tournaments gonna try to pick up on it, that is interesting that you mentioned that because it's like, does the clock start as soon as the like this the point the ball the hits it bounces the second time? Does it officially start then? Are you leaving it up to the umpire to push start because right. then it becomes it can be biased again if I'm waiting for you to push it? Are we trying to be lenient after a long rally? Um, though that is that is gonna be yeah. interesting. It's a lot of factors. Works. A lot, a lot of factors, but I'm sure they've worked out most of those kinks. Like I said, they they tested it in qualifying last year, so um, I'm sure some of those things came up then. But it's a whole different level when it's on TV and the mate, like the big names are there. Because I'm like, okay, let me see you tell Serena or Federer or even Dow or Djokovic that they need to hurry up. Like, okay, <laughs> they're just gonna be like, um, okay, <laughs> like I'm taking my time. So, Until they lose a point and then a game. Well, then they're gonna get mad. Like I just don't know. It's gonna be really up to the umpire's discretion. I think. Like I don't know. It'll be interesting. 
Yeah. yeah. I, I'm I'm excited to see what's gonna happen with it. I mean, like everything new. Some people were against the challenge system. Your boot, your favorite still don't like it. <laughs> um, you know what? <laughs> I can't with the game. <laughs> so you know, it's all about how people take things. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's the worst challenger ever. <laughs> so, the worst. Like he's the really worst. bad. He's really really bad. He him to just not challenge anything yeah, ever in he life. shouldn't. He should just leave it alone. He honestly should. But, you know, whatever. He be trying. <laughs> Does he? Yeah, he be trying. And so I give him credit for that. I just think he just be doing the most. Okay. All right. Well, uh, next next article. <laughs> next okay. topic. Next stop. Um, what do we have next? We can talk about Serena or we can talk about Sloan. What what double S got going on? Well, it's pretty simple. Actually, we can run through this real quick, real quick, real quick. Basically, Sloan and Keys and Vandaway are all playing. um, They've been named to the American roster for a Fed Cup when they play the semifinals against France. Um, Venus and Serena are not going to be there this time. They played earlier this year for Fed Cup and did their part so they could uh, be qualified to play in the Olympics next year and they're not coming back. <laughs> I don't know that to be true, but it's, I'm pretty sure that's accurate. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they, they try to sign up to play the finals if they get to the finals. Um, but yeah, I feel like, again, we've talked about this before, at this point in their career, they don't need to be playing everything. Like, they played their one tie um I think they're probably going to have to play again next year because I think you're supposed to play two ties to oh, qualify. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, so they're either going to play... I think they'll just probably play again next year unless they're playing like a really big team in the finals and maybe the... They need the help. They need the help or whatever. Yeah. Um, but they did their time They and they're good. Like I feel like just like when they were, you know, in their early 20s and they were playing a lot, like it's time for those girls to like carry the team. So... Go double S and you know Madison Coco. That's I mean it's a strong team. Yeah, I that's a be fine. <laughs> I th- and I think the team that they're playing, they should be fine. They should come out on top and be back in the finals. I mean, I no disrespect to them. They won Fed Cup last year and didn't. They, I don't think either sister. Well, obviously Serena was out. I don't remember if Venus played a tie last year or not. Either way, they won Fed Cup last year without a majority of the time the sisters being even present. So. No shade to them. They got this, and um, I wish them the best. You know, hopefully, Double S, you know, can find some motivation because you know, ain't no money to secure no bag. So you know. Yeah. No, that's to... true. There is no money for this. There's um, no money. There's no car. There's no bag. She's gonna have to play from her heart. Mm, so. Well, that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Go USA. Ugh. <laughs> Hopefully she will had maybe she'll win something right before that and she'll be like still riding that high. I don't know. All right, I'm not gonna do this again this week. <laughs> Every week we try to be going after. All right. Um, and then there was also an article that we both saw on ESPN.com. Don't know what that was. I'm sorry. Um, where the guy was saying that he thinks that Serena's best chance to get back on track may be the clay court season. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of brief through it a little bit, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I get what he's saying. Like, I understand. It was Peter Bodo, by the way. I think that's how you say his name. Excuse me. Sorry. I get what he's saying. Like, I understand. Because it makes sense. But also, I'm, I just always be like, it's Serena. You can't really hold Serena to any kind of standards. Like, yeah, it makes sense that her playing, her getting back on track 
she should be able to take advantage of the clay to get her strokes and her rhythm and all that stuff and like to get back into it but also if she has a horrible clay court season i don't think that means anything like negative about her and that's really kind of where i was like eh whatever i feel like it's like a sensational headline Mm, i agree with you and i do feel like regardless of what happens with the clay court season again you can't hold Serena to the standard of other players um but I found the article interesting because I I said that before the article was came out. So Peter has stolen the thoughts. Um, I think the clay court season will be a good time for Serena, Serena to hone her game because it's it's the clay is going to be easier in her body. She's going to be sliding around more instead of like having to have all that pressure, all the pounding. Um, it's going to lead to more rallies. It's going to cause her to have to be more consistent go for more angles, kind of get her rhythm back. So I'm actually excited to see. And I, I, I read over the article, too, and I do agree. I think this would be a good, good gauge um, for Serena. I think it is going to help her really get ready for the French, but especially Wimbledon. Um, it's going to be harder for her to just, people just to hit winners. Um, and not, that doesn't happen often against Serena, but with her still trying to find her rhythm and find her game, she's not hitting the ball as hard or as cleanly as she normally does, so people are getting a cleaner swing. Um, but I feel like the clay season will help her with that. I, I only see her playing maybe two tournaments anyways, Madrid and Rome. Um, I don't think she's going to play any other tournaments than that. But I, I kind of agree with the, the, the article. I think it is the best way for her to... to and kind of get her game together. I mean, I think, like I said, I think there's some validity, validity to it, but I don't think it's, like, it could be stated as, like, a fact. Like, I think it's definitely, obviously, like, an opinion that Serena has not, like, you know, like, she's Serena, so she can do whatever she wants. I mean, we all know that I think the main reason that she's been not as, like, on it as she as we know her to be is because I don't think her fitness is there yet, and it's, that's something she's been dedicated to getting back. If you follow her on Instagram, you'll see where she posts, like, all her Insta stories where she's been with, like, her physio trainer guy, like, every day. Like, she's trying to get back healthy, get the footwork back. Those are the things that matter. And I'm like, whenever she figures that out, if it's on clay or if it's on grass, if it's on hardcore, that's when we'll get the Serena back that we all know and love. I agree. I agree. Like you said, you can't hold Serena to anybody's standard. Um, she's she is the Beyonce of our sport. Um, you can't you can't expect whatever other people do to even matter to her. So we'll see. I am always excited to see her back. Like I missed her last year. Um, I really am hoping she has a strong clicker season. I know she wanted to do well, just like the innate champion that she is. Um, coming back at Indian Wells in Miami, and that was like a rough draw. Um, and her ranking is still going to be low, so it's going to be more of some tough draws. But I'm excited to see her back, and I'm excited to see the, the sisters back. Obviously, they're my favorites, so I love watching them. And, you know, hopefully Venus can have her, a strong clinical season as well. Um, it's not her favorite surface, whereas Serena has said that she... Well, they both actually say they enjoy playing on clay, I just think Serena has done a better job of adapting her game to clay than Venus has. Um, so Venus doesn't always have as consistent results. But, you know, hopefully they both will show up and have um, good clay seasons. And, you know, for us, good means winning titles. So yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. We're not here just to show up. No, definitely not. Anything other than uh, a title win is not satisfactory. Unless you lose yeah. to somebody else named Williams in the final. 
I'm here for Venus win Madrid and Sweden to win Rome. Sounds sure. good to me. Let's split it evenly down the middle. I like it too. Here. I'm here for it. Right. Um, we had mentioned this last week too, but now they've released an official trailer for Serena's documentary that's going to be on HBO on May 2nd. And I thought we could listen to it. Um, and then we could kind of talk about just wanted to play it for the people since okay. we have it. So um, here we go. was starting a Grand Slam and I was pregnant. I was like, how am I gonna get through this? Please welcome Serena Williams! I think I said, you're gonna do what you have to do, you're gonna win this Grand Slam, and then you're gonna drop the mic. She has done it. Her 23rd major title. And there, there weren't that many people in the world who knew just what she had done. I like to think that it was unfair because it was two against one, and I want a rematch, so. <laughs> I've always envisioned myself as a mom, but it happened so unexpectedly. Nothing we've done is in any way really preparing us for it. Alexis and I, we're total opposite. Mr. and Mrs. Alexis O'Hanlon. There are few people who have reached her heights. I definitely feel the pressure I'm off my maternity leave. The fear of failing, it's always there. This is you at the US Open. Boom! See if I still have it. Serena just has another gear that she can shift into. Without fear, without doubt, without discomfort, what is there for a person to overcome? So yeah, that was the trailer for Being Serena, uh, the documentary that she, um, the HBO did with her, uh, kind of like following her around during her whole pregnancy and the struggles of that and then her wedding and then trying to come back. Like I said, it comes out to May 2nd and it's, the trailer looks awesome. I mean, this is so stupid talking about it. she felt like she, <laughs> she's a rematch because she, she was playing against two people. And I agree because um, Olympia ain't no, ain't no joke, child. <laughs> Not at all. Like, and you know that was my favorite part. And I agree, it should be a rematch. Yes, against one. That's not fair. No, it was a, it was a double match versus singles. But that's not fair. Yeah. I think Venus deserves her rematch. Agreed. Um, and I'm here for it. Yeah, no, that's just not cool. And Serena knew what she was doing, telling Venus right before. Like you could have kept that to yourself, so you gotta add add something else on top of all you. that other stuff. <laughs> Let me just tell you, as professional and dope as these girls are, Serena, Jamaica Williams, now you know, you know, Venus Ebony Star Williams loves you, loves you, and she already, like, wants you to have everything. Yeah. Like, totally. it goes back to the first time they played um, the finals of a tournament in juniors, and Venus won, and Serena preferred um, the, Serena wanted her trophy, so Venus gave Serena her trophy and took the runners-up trophy. Venus has always wanted you to have the best. Nice. Like, why, like, Venus? Why? <laughs> like, just always. And, like, they always give their all. But Serena and I, you know, you could have held on to this secret right. until after the tournament. Because, obviously, that's in the back of Venus's mind that she's playing her baby sister and her baby sister is also pregnant. Yeah. No. So you could have held on to that one. You know, you know, we peep your game, Serena, but you know. You the goat, so we're going to let it slide. But I bet Venus probably wouldn't have had it no other way. She would have been pissed if if Serena hadn't told her. But still, girl, like, could you not have just waited? <laughs> you know, like, 
You know, Venus, this is something I wanted to tell you. Just tell her that you didn't know or something. Like, oh, girl, I didn't find out until the day after. Thank you. (laughs) I'm going to let the girl know you're pregnant. But yes. um, But the trailer looks great. Like, I'm really interested in seeing it. Um, I love how just more more and more open they've become in letting us into certain parts of their lives. Like, just seeing that journey. Um, seeing her, like, talking about finding out that she's pregnant and, like, the little bit after and going getting some of, like, the checkups and the wedding. And what I'm actually most interested in is, it, like, just, like, her recovery period. Like, I just keep thinking about how she described how, like, it was such a rough delivery and she couldn't really move for, like, three or four months. Like, that is, like, so... It's so hard, like, to even imagine or fathom, like, you know, you all of us as, like, super fans want her to have, like, a smooth delivery and, like, be back playing tennis the next week. Um, but it sh- she's human, and she had a tough delivery, but you know what? It was worth it. That baby is top-notch adorable. <laughs> um, she really is. I swear she'd be serving face and is giving people to look like. No. Uh, do you know who I am? She's not you, here for the foolishness. Not at all. Yeah. So... I'm excited about the trailer, and I can't wait to watch it, to watch the whole thing, so then we can like have a show about it and talk about it. Yeah, like, I'm really interested to see like that the behind the scenes of what they what she went through. That's definitely happening. We will be talking about that. And like I said, I think it's a like five part series, so we'll have some content for uh, five weeks. Thank you for that, HBO. <laughs> we appreciate you. Yes, we appreciate you. Um, all right, so then that's that. I think. You have some questions you want to ask me since I put well, you on the spot. Get, okay. Before we get to some questions, I do want to shout out just a quick moment of some black excellence. Um, just to my homie, um, Venus Williams. Oh, yeah, that's right. Is having a scholarship named after her. Um, for most of you that don't know, and I am hoping that there's no sound in this article to mess anything up. Um, if there is, I'll try to cut it off. But for those of you that don't know, Venus is one of the players on the WTA tour who took part in this partnership that they have um, with, I want to say, IU East at Indiana University. Um, and the WTA have a partnership where players on tour can work on completing their degrees while playing on tour. Um, Venus is one of the people that did that. And she graduated with a business degree from IU East. And they this past week, they recently honored her by naming a scholarship after her. So it's actually called the Venus Williams Tennis Scholarship. Um, and it's a way to give back to people, give back to um, players and also like push the, push getting more people um, at the school. Um, it was actually surprising, I didn't know this. It was Venus who actually inspired the partnership between the WTA and IU East. Um, so look at this girl out here still making waves and still like just being the thoughtful, iconic legend that she is. I think that is awesome, and I just wanted to definitely give her a shout out for that because that's pretty dope to have a scholarship named after you. Yeah, that is cool. Congratulations, Venus, and congratulations to like all the people who are going to be able to take advantage of that and and you know go to go to school off of something that she kind of helped spearhead. Uh, I'm sure she probably feels a lot of pride in that. That is really neat. Um, so yes, definitely wanted to shout her out for that. That's awesome. It makes me want to apply to go there just so I can say that I got the Venus. You just want to go back to college, then, huh? No, no <laughs> sounds like it. So you talking not... about going back to an HBCU? Now you want to go back here because Venus got a scholarship named after her. Where you want to go next to nail school? Because Serena did. <laughs> <laughs> like, jeez. 
Were you was you holding on to that one for you a know, while? I think I want to go to nail school because I want to learn how to do nails because Serena did. <laughs> like, <laughs> like y'all, do y'all see the pettiness I got to deal with? I mean, like you were holding on to that one, weren't you? I wasn't holding on to it. It just was like, okay, you must it's really like, want to go back to school. Just holding on. Like, can I just be a stand? Can I just be a stand for Venus and her scholarship? Yeah, I mean, I I like it too. Good for her and for them. And like I said, all the people who are gonna win it. Wish I had a chance to win a tennis scholarship when I was in high school or whatever. I know. I so, mean, I don't think I was good enough, but still. <laughs> you know, we can we can always both apply and see what happens. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I think she definitely needs to be recognized because they do so much on and off the court. Um. But a lot of times we only know about what they do on the court, but they're they're making waves and changing so many things in the game off the court. So definitely wanted to recognize her for that. Um, and then a quick shout out to um, my co podcast host. Um, Are you talking about me? Talking about you. Um, so if you guys haven't seen it, go check out Rampage. Um, again, it's a really, 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 really good movie. I did really enjoy it. But if you stay at the end for the credits and you pay attention, you might see somebody's name scroll across that movie screen <laughs> because you know people out here making waves. Whatever, you're so silly. <laughs> Things. Okay. All right. Thank you. And living their Taina dreams when you have to wait to see my name in life. Hey, no, <laughs> no one's gonna, gonna stop him. Yeah. You'll see. So yes, I don't. I think I could not have let this episode end without shouting you out. Like I couldn't wait. Like I was in the theaters. Like, like I know him. I know him. I know him. <laughs> um, people were so looking funny. at me like, and I was like, they were looking at me, and I looked back, and then I was like, I know him. <laughs> really? Are you so silly? <laughs> I ex- that is so silly. I know you're telling like, the I, truth though. <laughs> that is so I could fun. not like I was like in there like making noise. Like I was so excited for you. I was so proud of you. So I definitely had to shout you out, like give you your props. Like this has been an epic week in this black amazingness. Shout out to Beyonce, shout out to Venus Williams, shout out to you. I'm so proud of you. And this is just the start. I am excited to see that happen more and more, and then your name just become bigger and bigger and shine bright. So I would refuse to let this podcast go by without shouting you out. So yes, congratulations to you. I'm very happy for you. I'm very proud of you. You did that. You better. Hashtag you rock. Hashtag <laughs> like every hashtag in the book. So yes, I have to shout out my co-podcast on Partner in Crime. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I was just going to let it go because, you know, I don't like attention and, and things. But I I, I appreciate the shout out. Uh, yeah, people go check out the movie if you're interested in it. Stick around and look at my names in the credits. It is pretty surreal to see um, something that I worked on for that took up most of my life last year. Uh, and now I get to see kind of the fruits of that. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. Yes, it is. And he is very humble and he wasn't going to say anything or post anything about it. So I took it upon myself <laughs> because he deserves the recognition and he just deserves so i will i will brag for you you stay humble if you want to i will brag on your behalf so yes please go see rampage and check out and make sure you sit to the end um so you can see his name come across the screen because it's amazing (laughs) all right there we go so now (laughs) i'm uncomfortable so let's move on (laughs) 
so yeah, you have some questions you're gonna ask me since I kind of yes. put you on the spot last week. You want to return the favor? I'm assuming. Yes, I'm ready. Um, <laughs> last week, last week I got two out of the three, and the one I missed, I shouldn't have. But you know, I still am mad I didn't get a perfect score. So today, my questions are a little bit different, and not like about an actual tennis match. These are just like tennis trivia questions that I thought, you know, if you a real fan, you might maybe should know this. So we're going to see. Oh, and I'm so you just already done try to call me out. So basically, if I don't get this right, I ain't a real fan is what you already done set me I, up for. I mean, I didn't don't be trying to play that, no mind games with me. Don't do that. I see that, but that's what I'm saying. Um, and the thing is, none of these questions have to do with Venus or Serena. So you're going to really have to. And then do they have the, multiple choice? I can give you multiple choice if you would like. So you have, I'm going to give, you have, you have, um, you can, on one question, you can request multiple choice. Oh, okay. How many questions is it? Three. Choose uh, wisely. Okay. First question. Let's take it on back. Take it on back. Um, let's see if you can remember who, what player threw a little shade. You know, tennis players, they can be shady. So, after a tennis match with Amelie Moresmo, who said, I thought... I was playing a guy. <laughs> I will give you. I will give you a hint. I think it was back in the Australian Open in 1999. Okay. Do I get one guess? Uh, how many you want? <laughs> I think <laughs> I, mean, I know who it is, but I don't want to be wrong. Obviously. Remember, you have multiple choice for one question. I don't think I should use it on this one. But I think, what okay. if I... There's two people I'm thinking. If I say one, and then I want to be able to say the other. Okay, but you remember, is none of these have to do with Venus and Serena. So I that's understand that. Well, okay. duh. They, not, they would never say that. They would never, but just want to make sure we're clear. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go with my gut. And it's telling me to say it was Martina Hingis. Who is your other person? Am I right? I don't know who the other person was. Jennifer Capriotti. No, neither of those are. Oh correct. my God, who would say something so rude? Them two, the shadiest. Sure, Pope wasn't that, around I, yet. I know. Like my first guess would have been Hingis, but surprisingly, I thought I was playing a guy. I thought I, you want to try. You want to take a third guess? Oh my Let's God. go back. Go back to 1999. I don't I'm remember afraid. nothing from 1999. Well, fine. You want me to tell you? Monica Sellers. No, Monica Sells is not that. I mean. know. Steffi Graf? Steffi Graf wasn't. Was no, she still she, playing? <laughs> she was still playing, but she don't say stuff like, what she said? Well, she you was, know, she kind of rude. Well, I don't know. I don't know what she said, actually. I don't really know what her voice sounds like. Um, do I know who it is? Like, I know the person? You know the person. They still the play person, tennis? The, the person, no, they don't play tennis anymore. They coach somebody? Yes. Davenport? Yes. <gasps> no, not Lizzie Davenport. Lindsay. Ooh, shady boots, child. That's shady. Lindsay said she thought she was playing a guy, honey. You know. Oh, Lindsay. That's disappointing. I, I was disappointed too when I found out. Well, so, you uh -huh. know, Lindsay began frustrated, child, because she got the athleticism of a leaf. So I can understand <laughs> <laughs> why she be out here getting mad at people. <laughs> like, that girl knows she don't know how to run around a tennis court. Ooh, wait, Lord. Wait, wait. The athleticism of a what? A leaf child. She just be floating. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, how are you even uh -oh. out here right now? 
I can't. I'm dead. I'm dead. Give me a second. I gotta pass oh out. Oh my god. Like truly, if she couldn't, it didn't hit the ball so well. Like it's really a feat that she was as successful as she was. Cause they go, no, she can't move around the tennis court. This anyway, boy, she had it. I'm done. I'm done. I am dead. Okay. So next question. Again, I mean, so, so I didn't get that one right. <laughs> it took me like seven tries. Not, like your seventh guess. <laughs> yeah. But who no. would have thought Davenport would say something like that? That's so rude. Exactly. You thought I was going to give you easy questions? Come on now. Um, so this one, another throwback. Who stormed off the court at the end of the 1999 French Open and had to have her mother bring her back? Now, this one I know is Martina Hingis. Oh, yes, you're right. I it know is. that one for sure because I remember that, and it's right on court, par. It's on brand for her. I ain't going to go into that no more, but it sounds about like her. <laughs> yes. Um, that was the same match where she actually crossed the net to go show a mark that she thought was mm-hmm. in, and the crowd lost it and just booed the mess out of her. There was um, that, it was the French Open? No. French Open, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Cause it, wow. Oh my gosh, she gets to my nerves. I'm like so over her. <laughs> like just ridiculous. Yeah. Um. Just so so yeah, that was Martina Hingis. You know, she can be extra petty. You know, Sweden had to read her a couple of good times throughout her career. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so you got that one right. So now here's I'm gonna give you a I'm gonna give you an option. You can pick door A or door B. Oh, I have to pick now? Yes, and that's the question I'm going to ask you. I'm going to pick door B for Beyonce. Beachella, let's do it. Okay. Okay, so door B. Mm-hmm. Your third question. How often are the balls changed in oh. a tennis tournament? Oh, Jesus. In a whole tournament? Well, like in a match. So oh, how, I was say, how supposed to know that? Okay, multiple choice. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Okay, so multiple choice. Is it after the first five games and then every seven? After the first seven games and then every nine? After the first nine games and then every 11? Or after the first three games and then after every five? That's a lot of choices. One of them right, though. What was A again? A is after the first five and then every seven games. B is after the first seven, and then after every nine games. C is after the first nine games, and then after, and then every eleven. D is after the first three games, and then after every five. Hmm. I'm gonna go with D. D. Yeah, it's in dog. That is D for you don't know my no ten. Oh, is it A? It's B. It's B. Oh my god. What was B? B is after the first seven. And then every what? And then every nine. That's you a lot of games seven. to go without changing the balls. They need to fix that. See, I'm more I think mine was more close to what it should be. So um USTA listen to me and it should be uh D after the first What'd you say? Three? Why are you changing so quick? Because they be hitting the hell out the ball. That ball don't be having no chance. No. Seven I, seems I, like I, too many. And if I'm not mistaken, I think the first one is the first seven because they use the balls from the warm-up in the first seven games. 
And after that, they change it every every nine games. Nine seems like too far. A match could be over, then, and they only change the balls one time. Well, then you, the ball won't. I mean, if the match six love six love, we don't need to waste that many balls. I guess, but it just seems like it should be more. I would protest that. I'll say yes, every seven and then every nine. So now Fine, you, whatever. You learn something. Don't yeah, forget. I will forget. You know I will. I already I forgot. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was, honestly. After the first seven and then every nine. Yes. Okay, so after I'll seven games. So after four, three, they switch. That's funny. Okay. And then every nine after that. Well, I think I failed. <laughs> you, I only really got one not, right. <laughs> you got one out of the three. Whatever. Fine. Next week, I'm coming for you. Don't try to play me. Please come on, because I, I, I stay up on my tennis knowledge. And I and let it be known that I could have easily Googled these answers, but I was being honest. I hope you carry that forth in the coming weeks as well. So you try, well, you're trying to say that I Googled them last week? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying we're working on an honesty code here because I can't see you. You're all the way up in um, the frigidness of northern United States, and I'm all the way down <laughs> here in the southern frigidness of the United States. And so you can do whatever you want, and I would never be the wiser. Well, I want everybody listening to know I did not Google any questions last week, and I have no need to Google because I am a tennis whiz. All right. Okay? Okay? Okay. Okay. Whatever. Anywho. Flip's imaginary here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's funny. Um, well, I think that's it then for this week, yeah? Um, I think so. I got my shout-outs in. I got to give you a quick shout-out. Um, we talked about... Um, Beyonce, which was necessary, yeah. um, so necessary. Um, yeah. All right. Well, then. Um, okay, we didn't do this last week, but we need to do. We now have a Facebook. We have a Facebook page, and we are um, inviting you, uh, listeners, to like that Facebook page. And then every week when we post the new episode, you can get an alert or something, uh, letting you know that we uh, have posted it. Uh, also, if you have an iPhone. Or like an iPad or whatever, if you use that to watch, listen to your podcast. We're now on the um, Apple Podcast directory, so you can go to that, search "Serving It Up," and then subscribe to that page, uh, and then you can get the alert. It'll download automatically to your phone every Monday when we post it. And then we're also on SoundCloud now because we official. Listen to us. We sound like we're doing some stuff. All these different avenues and places look, for people to listen. Um, but yeah, you can. Well, you know, we're trying to. Right, uh, <laughs> but go and like our SoundCloud page as well as "Serving It Up." Um, yeah, and then you can like that, and if you want listen to podcasts through SoundCloud, then you can get it. It'll um, give you an alert for whenever we uh, post a new episode. Um, we're working on an Instagram page. We'll have that running soon. We want people to follow us there. We're gonna have a Twitter. Uh, we're trying to make some stuff happen, and we want to like become a hub for tennis information, a place where you guys can go and get the 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 tea and the results and the shade and you know the all the stuff. Social shade. The tennis tea and the social shade. Everything that you need. Um, yeah. in one place so that's kind of what our goal is um, yeah and as always feel free to write us we would love to hear back from somebody because our inbox is a little dry it's choking over there it's like suffocating <laughs> and got no kind of moisture because ain't nobody trying to hit us up so if somebody want to email us you know just to be like hi or something I don't know if you listen well, you, know, <laughs> you know we're still new we're going to give people some time I would like to shout out the people that have been, that have been listening because each week our listening um, numbers have risen, so we can't always see the names. So sh- thank you all for listening. We do want to recognize you guys for doing that. Um, if you have any questions, sh- um, send us an email. And shout out to people who have like liked our Facebook page or liked um, different podcasts that we've posted or left comments on the um, post. 
we do want to let you know we appreciate you. Shout out to the members in our Tennis Freaks group that we are part of. Um, we are here trying to do some things. You know, we talk about tennis all the time, so Michael and I are just trying to make sure we do it and in a fun way. We enjoy um, We do love Venus and Serena, but we're open to talking about anything. So, yes, we want to show love for those who have, who have been supporting. And um, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies. Um, we tell here, everybody, child. I don't care. Tell everybody. Listen, they can like it. They can hate it. They can love it. Just tell them to subscribe, and then they can, like, trash us if they want. <laughs> I don't care. We just want people to have <laughs> the more subscribers we have, the better. Um, and, yeah, so if you have something you want to say, it's, uh, our email is servingituppodcast at gmail.com. Um, and you can send uh, whatever you, you is on your mind to that. And somebody's phone is on. I apologize. I will make sure it's off. I will make sure it is off in the future. Mm-hmm. I apologize. I apologize. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, then I think we're going to wrap this up. And we will uh, talk to you guys next week. Have a good week, everybody. Have a good week, everybody. Be safe. Have fun. And remember to buckle up. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>